It's time now for our daily Bloomberg Law Brief, exploring legal issues in the news. And the Law Brief is brought to you by American Arbitration Association. International trade or business dispute resolved faster with the International Center for Dispute Resolution, the leader in alternative dispute resolution around the world, ICDR.org. Today, Bloomberg Law hosts Jim Grasso and Michael Best discuss a growing chorus of government officials calling to break up the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, citing the high number of the court's decisions that are overturned by the Supreme Court. They speak with Carl Tobias, a professor at the University of Richmond School of Law. Carl, let's start with the much-touted reversal numbers. The Supreme Court reversed about 70% of the cases it took from 2010 to 2015. The Ninth Circuit was in third place with a 79% reversal rate. But do these numbers really tell the story? No, they don't tell us very much at all. It's essentially a meaningless statistic. Uh, just because uh, the Supreme Court only hears something like 1% of all appeals um, out of any circuit. And so it really doesn't tell us much. It varies over time. And one example I give, if a circuit um, only has one case the Supreme Court hears in a particular year and the court reverses that circuit, well, it has a 100% rate. Uh, there's just such a tiny number of cases any year from any circuit that it really just doesn't tell us much. Well, Carl, let's let's talk about some of the other reasons that uh, folks in Arizona put forward for wanting to uh, get out of the Ninth Circuit. The Ninth Circuit is the largest circuit. It's something like covers something like states that have about 22% of the U.S. population. Is it? Is there something to the argument that it's just too large compared with the other circuits and that there might be some judicial efficiency in splitting it up? Well, I think that's the problem. I don't think there is much judicial efficiency in splitting it up. And in fact, you're going to incur additional costs for all the court personnel and uh, courthouses and that type of thing. So there isn't any real gain. The the real problem here is there isn't a very feasible way to uh, split it up. Uh, it's large, and it's a large population base, and it has the most appeals of any appeals court. Uh, but there just isn't a very feasible way to do much with it, principally because of California. So you're really not going to have much by way of savings here if you do what um, the Arizona senators and others in the West have suggested. That's Carl Tobias, a professor at the University of Richmond School of Law, speaking with Bloomberg Law host June Grasso and Michael Best. You can listen to Bloomberg Law weekdays at 1 p.m. Wall Street time here on Bloomberg Radio. And now among the top legal stories from Bloomberg Law, Amazon's IMDb unit won't have to delete the birth dates of actors from its website. A federal judge has blocked enforcement of a California law aimed at curtailing age discrimination in Hollywood. The judge wrote in his order that it's difficult to see how the law doesn't violate free speech protections. It's a victory for Uber in the fight over whether its drivers qualify as employees and arbitrator in California has ruled in favor of the company, saying a driver is actually an independent contractor. The decision is the first of what may become a many arbitration awards. A federal court ruled that most Uber drivers will need to resolve employment disputes through arbitration. And that's this morning's Bloomberg Law Brief. You can find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com. Attorneys will find exceptional legal research and business development tools there as well. Visit BloombergLaw.com and Bloomberg BloombergBNA.com for more information.